Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. What is going on, Pittsburgh Steelers fans? This is normally when we would have a Steelers post game, but the Steelers stink this year, and so they don't play anymore. But you know what? We have a lot to celebrate on this Steelers Q&A. The divisional round for the AFC is over. And let's have a moment of silence for the Baltimore Ravens. 14-2, and two, but most importantly, 1-2 and done suck on that wang harbaugh <laughs> and with that i bring in brian anthony davis brian how's it going jeff i'd like to bring decorum to the show <laughs> but i'd like to do it in song no 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 you're staying home uh, no no, 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 no. I'd like to get that as a recording. We can play that in Heinz Field next time the Ravens come to town. Dave Schofield, how are you doing? I, I love that Brian has just embraced it all. He's taken the songs. He's going full out curtain background. It's no no side <laughs> angle anymore. We are square on at the curtains. We are good oh, to I go. I move stuff around. Oh, yeah. that's it, It's great. He's embracing um, it. I feel I, like I can – it doesn't matter – I. It's not that it doesn't completely matter. I feel like no matter what, I'm not going to be miserable watching the rest of the playoffs because I'm just not going to be that whole, oh, oh someone's going to win. You yes. Know? No, and my, I feel like I can enjoy it. My, like play, enjoy my it. playoffs were made on Saturday night when I watched sure. yes. when I watched the Titans absolutely demolish them and I watched the Ravens completely fall apart, whether it was Lamar Jackson turning the ball over. That looked like the Lamar Jackson we saw at Heinz Field in, yes. in, week, in week five turning the ball over and you know, it was, it was 
in my opinion, they, they threw, they got away from the run way too, way too early. Um, but you know what? I said it to my wife when we were watching the Tennessee Titans beat the new England Patriots. I said, okay, that's one down one more. <laughs> I said, if they can beat the Ravens next week, I, my playoffs are made. I can just sit back and watch. And she said, well, what are the odds of them winning in Baltimore? I said, I like their chances. I never believed that this Ravens team was as good as 14 and two. I also didn't think they were bad, but when you rest a guy like Lamar Jackson for three weeks, I, Harbaugh, Wang Harbaugh, as Brian calls him, you're going to be questioned about a lot of different things. And so you, you guys question his fourth going forward on fourth down a bunch. I would, what do you guys think, Brian? Yeah. I really didn't need to do it in those situations. Um, especially the second time they really, I mean, there's so many times they could have come back in that game. Um, you take a couple threes. That's a different game. What about you, Dave thoughts on weighing Harbaugh? Well, yeah, I saw a crazy stat on Twitter, so I don't know. I didn't get to verify it or not, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but how there was a, like an insane amount of the Ravens drives that ended in Tennessee territory. And yet they yeah. only ended up with 12 points. It comes down to this, and let's call a spade a spade. Misery loves company, you know? Oh, yeah. Misery yeah. loves company. I actually had one of my good friends who's a season ticket holder for the Baltimore Ravens. I, I sent him a text uh, yesterday morning and said, you know, go Titans. He said, you know what? I can't believe you. I said, what? He said, you know, he, I, he said, I can't believe you're rooting against the Ravens. I said, time out. You're telling me if the if the situation was flipped. And the, and the Steelers were 14-2 hosting a team. You would be all in on the Steelers. He said, oh, for my friend Jeff, I said, get out of here. Oh, you are a my. freaking liar. You would <laughs> not be rooting for You can't do it. You know, the Steelers aren't in it. So what do you do? You root against the teams you hate. The Patriots lose in, in the wild card weekend, fist pump. The Ravens get demolished in the division round, fist pump. Now, the only thing that might still matter for Steeler fans are the 49ers. And that's if you still care about the six Super Bowls and the fact that you know they demolished the Vikings. I was wrong on that pick um, from our preview prediction. But still, does that bother you guys? Like, do, do you guys think about the 49ers? I mean, now that the Patriots have tied the Steelers, does it matter, Brian? Not at all. And in fact, there's a reason to root for the 49ers um, if you are so inclined because you want to see more egg on the face of Bill Belichick if Jimmy Garoppolo wins that's it all. That's a good that, point. Never thought about that, that. That's kind of a thing. But that's six Super Bowls. Six Super Bowls don't matter. And it and the reason it doesn't matter at this point, it's already been tied. You're tied. You don't have it alone. The Patriots are up there too. So if the 49ers come in, that's fine. It's Pittsburgh's job to go get number seven. So I was driven crazy four or five years ago when the Ravens were in the Super Bowl against the 49ers. And there were Steeler fans rooting for the Ravens just because they didn't want that six tied. I'm like, no, the Steelers can go get it. I mean, no way. I mean, that's like rooting for ISIS. <laughs> if you're a Steelers fan. It really is. <laughs> well, but unless, um, unless you're, you're in that terrible situation where you at, where it's the Ravens playing the Patriots, then you then, don't know what to do. Uh, my brother and I have debated that many a time of which, of which team you would pull for, but then, you know, that's when you, you kind of hope that the, that, that, that the lights go out in the stadium. I mean, I've heard other people say the stadium blow up, but I don't want that to, I don't <laughs> yeah, want to, I don't want to, I don't want to wish death on people. Well, Brian's I mean, rooting for ISIS, so you never know. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that's like rooting for ISIS. If you're rooting. Yeah. For you're like, like no, yeah, I'm not. Hold yeah. on. Before I get on any lists, 
I don't want to get on any <laughs> list. I want to be able to fly. If I want to go on vacation yeah. with my family, I want to be able to get on that plane. So let's just back off that a little bit. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, you know, the Ravens loss. I mean, Steeler Nation was a buzz about the, the, the defeat in the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry really setting new marks for running backs in the postseason. Wow. Um, just ridiculous how, how well he and and the offensive line. Like he's getting a lot of publicity and he's done a great job from what I've seen of, you know, saying, look, it's a team game because his offensive line is just really getting some push. And, and that that Ravens defensive front and the Patriots defensive front a week prior, they're no joke. I mean, that, they're not bad and they made them look bad. And so now you have the Tennessee Titans going into the AFC championship game at Kansas City. What a game that was. Um, I did, I hadn't even turned on the game yet. It was beautiful weather here in the mid Atlantic. And so my family and I went for a walk. I get a text from Dave who sent it to Dave and, and Brian and myself saying, this game is incredible. And I said, what's going on? Turn the TV on 21 to nothing already. Holy cow. But what did I say, Dave? What was my very next text message? This very next thing was said, chiefs are going to win. Book it. Well, well <laughs> and I my, agree. My, my, yeah, and Brian agreed with it. And yeah. I didn't disagree. I was no, just didn't. like, Dave didn't disagree. Then, then, but my, my only question was, but are they going to cover the 10 points that we picked them to cover? And boy, did they even do that. Oof. But Jeff, I picked the he, under, you picked the under <laughs> that the, they could have beat them. They could have shut out the Texans and they still would have hit the over because the over was what 50 or 50.5 or something like that. But and and that's what's going to happen going into next week is is can will the Chiefs can the Chiefs put up so many points that they can try to get the Texans out of their running game? Because honestly, Houston was doing great with the run game. And even when they had the lead, they were running and moving it, moving it, and then all of a sudden they decide they're going to pass for three straight downs. But you why know, in the there world? Some, there's some crazy. And the fake punt. Oh my goodness! I mean, that's the thing. That's and the it, one thing they couldn't do was give a field flipping play right there, and that's that's what they did. And Andy Reid after the game said, "You can't criticize Bill O'Brien for running the fake punt." Wait, what? Yes, yes, you can criticize no, Bill yes. O'Brien. I mean, but Brian, you're going to praise him to no end if it works, and they drive down the field and score and put the game away. But. but that was that That's was your not turning the right point, point right there. Yep. You the the whole game turned right there. The yes, there are lots of positives, but you have to say as as great as the positives could be, are they going to outweigh the negatives if it doesn't work? And it's not like it was like a fourth and one. It was it was like a fourth and four or something like that. So fourth and, fourth and three, I think. Yeah, it, it was something like that. So it was it. It, it was interesting. It was and there and the camera angle they first showed. You had no clue if he was anywhere close. They had to flip the camera angle mid play because they weren't ready for it. It was a little bit off, but that game that that, that game was crazy. No, and if you remember, my original text to you was this game feels like I'm like 2017, 2017 You're in right. Pittsburgh, where a team just came in and before you knew it, they were the Steelers were down so much. And, you know, and, but, and even in 2018 in the same way that when they played the chiefs in the regular season, that, that, that was 21 to nothing, like not like anything. And it was tied by halftime. So you never know with that Kansas city team, they can do anything. Quick, quick sidebar question for you guys. What are your thoughts on Tony Romo? Brian, go with, go ahead. A lot of people, all my friends and you guys and all these texts, everyone was souring on Tony Romo. Um, I think Tony Romo is is starting to believe his hype. He's doing Corona commercials. He's trying to be more animated. 
And if he goes back to what he did at the beginning, I loved him at the beginning. He's kind of, it's kind of like, all right, this is becoming shtick to me. And when it becomes shtick, when you jump that shark, all of Fonzie um, oh, in happy days, when jump you, and I feel like he's starting to jump the shark. So he's, he's kind of, I'm not, I'm not loving him. Like I used to, I, I don't hate him yet. Still, my number one guy is still Collinsworth, but he was up there. Romo was up there. I loved listening to him. But now it's like, it's getting sticky. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Dave, thoughts on Tony Romo as an analyst? I I think Brian's kind of there. I, I don't think that it's getting better. If anything, it's just getting, you know, like you say, he's kind of falling into his own hype a little bit to where I, I guess Sticky's the, 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 the best way to say it. I don't I don't hate the way he handles his business as a color commentator or a color analyst. I don't need you to predict the play. Just tell me what a quarterback is thinking. Like that's what I find interesting. So if it's a third and two and he gets the line of scrimmage and Romo's like, okay, right now he's seeing that, you know, they're putting this guy in motion to see if they're running man or zone and yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's what I find interesting. I don't need you to tell me it's going to be XY spider banana, you know, or something like that. But it's just that's John Gruden's go-to play when he used to have the uh, the college quarterbacks come in. But anyways, I, I, don't, I, I think Tony Romo at times talks too much. Um, I always go back to who I think is one of the better color commentary, color analysts, whatever you want to call them, is Troy Aikman. I, Troy Aikman doesn't talk excessively. Um, that's Joe Buck's job. <laughs> <laughs> but Aikman will give some – he'll give. He'll definitely chime in. Um Who's okay? So Brian, you said you can't stand Collinsworth. Who? Oh, I oh no, he loves no, no, Collinsworth. Collinsworth. I'm a huge who, Collinsworth. Okay, who do you who do you hate the most? And I know hate is a strong word. Current, okay, well, current. Because Bill, Bill Sims would be tops of most lists. If yeah, he were Bill still Sims, I can't stand, but he's not doing it. So it's probably become Dan Fouts. Yeah, uh, he's yep. he's horrible. Agree, agree. But yeah, I mean, yeah, when you're talking about the the A, B, or C crews, you know, like for instance, the Steelers didn't get Romo and Nance once this year. Okay, then is, Booger. No, well, no, you can pick whomever you like. It's yeah, not but right you know what? I don't, I don't like Booger either. I just, I'm, I'm not a big fan of his. To me, Dan Fouts is. A, there's a reason why Will Ferrell portrayed him on Saturday Night Live a couple <laughs> years back when he was on Monday Night Football, and it was hysterical and. Um, but still, you know, it's, I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't mind Collinsworth. I think Collinsworth. Oh, he's my favorite. He, he, he doesn't, I mean, he, none of these guys are perfect. I'm not expecting that, but for me, like just Tony Romo is a little too much right now. So, uh, what's the current score? Cause right now the NFC divisional game is wrapping up. I believe the Packers are still leading. Correct, Dave. All right. Well, cause I'm watching on my phone. It's a couple minutes behind, but the Packers are still leading 28, 17. Seattle has the ball and is driving. They just moved it to the 26 yard line of green Bay. There's, uh, just over 11 minutes left. Okay. 
So they're running out of time, but I'm sure that Russell Wilson will make it a game somehow, some way, uh, and make it interesting. So very well could be your AFC NFC championship weekend would be uh, the Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers at the 49ers, correct? The 49ers are the top seed? Yes. But isn't it nice that we can actually cheer for the AFC for the first time in a long time? It seems yeah, like we've been no, having true, to cheer for the true. NFC all the time. The, so. I mean, you, Go ahead, Go ahead, Brian. Every year I do this, I, I root for a Super Bowl that's never happened before. So there's only one possible Super Bowl, and it was from 50 years ago. It's the Packers and Chiefs. Okay. Everything else is fresh and new. Yep. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, do you think there's a lot of juice in that ch- those championship games, though? I know that the I guarantee the NFL wanted the Ravens, Ravens, Kansas City Chiefs. That would be oh, yeah. their primetime matchup. Packers in 49ers is pretty good. You it's, got it's two, two historic franchises, and rightfully so. And what do you guys without think about the Saints? Without the Saints, it's the best. Yeah. Dave, what do you think? I think Seattle has two losses. <laughs> They're about to have a third. I swear, you know, the, the funny the funny thing for me is like I haven't I've, I was watching I'll be honest, I have not watched a second of this NFC game. I've been, I watched the Penguins game which they wanted a shootout. Thank you very much. 2 points on the road against the Coyotes, but still the Ravens loss just and that's why I titled this episode, the divisional round couldn't have gone better for the Steelers fans out there. And that was by watching the Ravens. They didn't even win a game. You're 14 and two, and you didn't even win a playoff game. All this big trust, blah, blah, all that stuff. Big trust. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Still. It's one of those situations where I just loved it. Went to the gym this morning and you could just hear Ravens fans chirping everywhere about Lamar Jackson. And why isn't, Oh, he was awful and blah, blah, blah. And, I just, I was just reveling in it. Didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. Just enjoyed it. Just enjoyed it. Cause like I said, misery loves company. Well, if you look at it here, if this score holds up with, with green Bay, which it may or may not, if it holds up teams that did not rest their players, the final week of the season and get a buy are the ones that are still playing. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, Kansas City ended up beating Houston anyway, so Houston did rest rest their players for one week and yep. then did it, which I understood. But yep. you took the rest and you had the bye. Man, lots of drops in that game. Lots of drops early. You know, Kansas City had some drops early too, but then they shook them off and came back with it. But whew. any Love final it. thoughts on the game, Brian? Before before we move on. Um, oh, which game are we talking about? Now? Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. If we go back to the Ravens game, yes, I just gotta say, first of all, I felt like I was watching the Steelers. I was that invested in the Titans yesterday. <laughs> I was so invested. <laughs> I was so nervous, and um, I, I was really nervous. And I, I was wired. I everything I watched, I was. I felt like, I mean, I felt like I was watching them, my team, because that's how much I abhor those guys in Baltimore. And the reason being is because of the fan base. And I have some friends that are very good Ravens fans that aren't jerks about it, but they're few and far between, but they do. They are, they are few and far, but I keep going back to last year when just one bad performance, they were down on this guy. They, they were done with him. Lamar Jackson, they were done. And I think Lamar Jackson has a lot of talent in this league. All right, I, is he going to be the next Brady? No, he wants to be, but no. Um, 
this team also, they were talking Super Bowl four or five weeks ago, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas mm-hmm. the third, by the way. Um, I don't know what the second and first were saying, but the third was saying this. Oh, it's it just, we want to talk about who we're going to play in the Super Bowl because we're going to be there. And this is a very cocky, undisciplined team. And you could see it yesterday. You can see Lamar Jackson starting to cry and whine and grab helmets. And um, he really didn't show up that well. Um, as far as, especially when he was grabbing the, uh, the open helmet area, what they were calling it. And he seemed, I, it just seemed like a team that, uh, finally got exposed and can't handle it. It's the bully that got punched in the face and that's exactly what happened. But these fans right now, they're back angry at him again. They, I mean, this is his second, basically his second loss in a long time. Um, Actually, the second loss in the playoffs, two games, but he has hardly ever lost with that team. And now they're questioning him again. Back in August and September, they didn't want this guy. But he had a, they're so bandwagon, and that's why I complain about them. Now I'm going to hear there will be some random Raven fans on here that will accuse me of, accuse all of us of being you know whiners and criers and babies because uh, the Ravens beat us and best us. But all I'm saying is Pittsburgh's not fair weather. It's one in 15 and we're talking about the draft. We're talking about next year, 20 minutes after that game ended last year. I mean, a couple of weeks ago and Pittsburgh were out of the playoffs. We talked about the Ravens game for about 20 minutes and then boom, it's just all about next year. And you look at how many fans are on here right now for nothing, not for the Steelers for nothing. And that's how good Steeler fans are. And our BTSC family are so good at it. Ravens fans don't have that culture yet. And they won't for a long time. They don't understand losing and adversity. So there you go. I would often say that that is a reflection of your head coach. And exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, Wang Harbs. If the uh, Wang fits. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually. <laughs> complete that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my. he's like a t-shirt Uh-oh. slogan machine if only oh my the wang fits oh my oh i mentioned t-shirts i mentioned something about wang harbs as, as a joke the other day because we had a new show with somebody completely new on friday night on the playoff preview and it, it was like some a ravens fan just came on on the youtube comments and was like uh how horrible the first of all they called me the moderator <laughs> like i've never been called the moderator in my life i am just a steeler fan just with a platform talking about my team and how much i hate the other team but he's like he even mentioned the fact that i mentioned a harbaugh t-shirt and how horrible that was and and everything <laughs> we're doing there we go there it is i, I hope lance is still on here because lance will love that one <laughs> so okay l- getting away from uh the game um, a little bit go ahead Dave. I, was gonna say, I had a question for you well first of all i was going to say one sure. other thing about the games go for it i, I didn't get my turn yet um <laughs> I, my friend that went with me to the patriots game last year that i said was really a titans fan but he wanted to go see an nfl game in pittsburgh and i made him wear i made him wear a mr third and fifth jersey and then mr third and fifth never played another game at heinz field so i blamed it on him well he actually got to go to this game as a titans fan um he went to baltimore i bet that was he wrong. did he oh. did he, he was 
He said it was okay. He sat in the second row of the upper deck and went by himself. Oh, but, but God he went him. and he did it, and and he enjoyed it. I was really glad that he got to see that. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I actually said something out there, and you guys made fun of me earlier because I put it out there on Facebook that I said, I was not, I'm not, I said, it drives me nuts when other people just go out of their way. They don't even care about football, and they want to give me a hard time whenever something happens bad with the Steelers. So I wasn't going to say anything to the Ravens fans. I wasn't. But I could definitely enjoy this with the Steeler fans. So that's that's one thing I would say. But here's here was my question to you all. The Ravens got so cocky and arrogant, they even went and took it to Pittsburgh with their with a bunch of guys resting. If Pittsburgh beats Baltimore against their reserves in week 17, do you think that gives them enough of a little bit of okay, we got to make sure we keep this going? Or do you think that do you think that would have changed their whole mentality and might have changed the outcome of this game? I don't know. That's tough to say. I'm Lines. if I have my magic eight ball, I would say outcome unlikely. Um, it's just it just goes back to the reason that they didn't make the playoffs because mm-hmm. of the quarterback situation, the running game, um, lots of things. Uh, this the Steelers did not have what Tennessee had. No, I'm not. I'm not saying would the Steelers have right. gotten in and beaten the Ravens. I'm saying if the Ravens would have dropped that last game of the season, would they have had oh, a bad okay. attitude? I mean, would they have had a more of a, oh, we need to make sure we're we're working hard everything? Because, I mean, they, they no. seem like they were ready to move on. Or do you nope. think they still would have had the same bad attitude and would have had the same results? They're just like we talked about. They're very indisciplined. Yeah. Um, they, that's a team that uh, they were so cocky about it. That was, if they lose that game, then they it doesn't matter to them because they're already in. Then they have the excuse. Well, you know, you lost against our bees, but now it's like, Hey, you lost against our bees. Uh, I mean, you, I mean, we lost with our bees, excuse me. And now they're making fun of us because we couldn't beat their B team. Well, I mean, that's the thing because the Steelers so, gave them the closest. I mean, one of the better games um, that in that win streak that they had, which, which started it, you know, when they took them to overtime and then they feel like they turn around and beat them with their reserves that, you know, no one can touch us now. We're just that great. Um, you know what? I don't really care. They're all the Steelers, the, the, the Steelers weren't going to make the playoffs. Right the Steelers weren't going to make the playoffs because, yeah. because Tennessee won their game and Tennessee now is showing what happens when you just get in. So if the Steelers losing that last game meant the Ravens get knocked out of the playoffs, I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but Let's just say we're really happy with how things played out with Baltimore in the playoffs. <clears throat> now, for me, I've I've got to say something. You know, I was we were gonna obviously move on to another topic. Sean Manahan says, I don't know why he's saying this, but he brings up BTSE hates Bill Cower. What? No, we don't hate Bill Cower. That was the second segment. Obviously, we're gonna talk about the games first. Congratulations to Bill Cower. This is something you can ask the guys. I said we're gonna talk about that second. Um, really cool 
really, really cool to not just see Bill Cower, the chin, Cower Power, all any moniker nickname you want to give him, uh, to get in as a part of the centennial class. But the way that they did it and doing it on live national TV, you got that real honest to goodness response and reaction from Cower, his his wife and one of his daughters was there a really special moment for him. And I, I agreed with Cower when he said, you know, I, I didn't want this. Like I didn't want this being on national TV. And I think there's a reason why most of the people, when um, I don't know the gentleman's name that tells the players when they get into the hall of fame, that they're in a hotel room. And most of the time that you get that instant reaction of they're excited and they give the guy a hug, but they get to just retreat to their room and be by the today as he found out that he was also a member of that centennial class but guys when bill cower was found out that he was getting in on national tv what was your reaction dave we'll start with you well i'll be honest with you i did not i was not watching the pregame so i did not see it live i saw later where where you you actually texted me which made me jump in and watch the video as soon as i could and and I, I I thought it was priceless. I because they go back later and show when and show the reactions where they videotape them and they go to the hotel rooms and knock on the door and those are always really cool to see. But this one, I mean, this wasn't edited. This was yeah. live. This was raw. This was it was fantastic. Brian, what about you? Oh, it was it was glorious because I am I know how big of a fan of. Bill Cower, both of you guys are. I mean, that was the guy that uh, I, I feel like I kind of grew up with him too. Um, I wasn't, I was just a little bit younger than he was when he came in. And I remember 1992, I was working in a radio station and it came across that the Steelers hired Bill Cower, like this 32 year old guy. And I'm like, who is this guy? Well, it's a, this team's going to be horrible. And uh, I mean, they, everybody picked them to be four and 12 that first year. And then they, 11 and five and they had the number one seed in the playoffs so it it was one of those things that when he got i feel like through his entire career i it was just this was the number one stealer this was the guy we talk about our favorite stealers you know really probably my favorite stealer of all time is bill cower because that's the guy i was around the most and you rooted for him because he was real he was a real guy i like how you mentioned he's an emotional coach he's our favorite he has yeah. been our favorite for a long time, um, and uh, he did some great things here. Did not expect him to get in, so that was why it was so much better. I looked at that uh, the eight candidates. I thought it was going to be Holmgren, and I, I figured Jimmy Johnson. And, um, and then I thought about it today when after Cowher went in, I figured, well, Holmgren, because both his teams are playing today, maybe they'll go with him, and I completely forgot about Jimmy Johnson. But it's such a, it, it is so awesome to have this guy in there. Um, he is what the Hall of Fame needs. Um, and the reason I'm saying that right now is because he does have a great platform being on CBS. And he could be, um, he's really good to have the, the gold jacket on because he's could be an ambassador for the game. Yeah, no, and it was, it was probably last year in the off season when I started doing my a letter from the editor articles. I did one about Bill Cower and how he influenced my coaching career. And if people don't know this, know that I was a head varsity. Uh, I actually coached men's lacrosse in Maryland for thirteen years. I was I was a head coach, 
And I've always been a very emotional guy. Um, you know, I, and I, I probably got a lot of that from growing up watching Bill Cowher uh, because Bill Cowher, guys, I mean, it, I, young fans that didn't get to see this don't really know. Um, just like I don't, I never experienced Chuck Knoll as a coach, but I remember watching Bill Cowher run up and down the sidelines and chest bumping his guys and grabbing them by the face mask. And, and people forget that emotion doesn't mean sadness and crying all the time. It can be just intensity. Pure, pure intensity and elation when things go the way that you hoped and prayed it would. I'll never forget the scene. And after Super Bowl 30, it's been documented over and over again when he's walking off the field and his wife, Kay, and his oldest daughter are there. And he bends down and says, Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And honestly, after having children, and for me, and I've I've been in plenty as a coach, been in plenty of big games, and sadly, my team never won any of them. Um, you understand what that that heartbreak is like, and I get choked up just talking about it and thinking about that. And um, it, it's incredible to me um, how he impacted not just me, but everyone else that watched him coach. He was a fun guy to watch. I'll never forget. Brian's can probably going to be able to tell me the year it was, I want to say Monday night football. He, they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. The Steelers are awful that year. There's a pick six and they run along the sideline. Cower goes out and it looks like he's just ready to clothesline a guy. He's just ready to clothesline and he stops himself. What year is that, Brian? 96. <laughs> that was why I love Bill Cower. You know, he Week was three. Yeah. He was the guy that wanted to go out and just rip someone's head off. And Oh my gosh. Cower power. And that's something, you know, everyone knows that here we go. Then then I, I still say to this day, and even though they've updated the lyrics every year since, and Cower Power will get the job done, and then, then we'll win that one for the thumb. And I don't know what it is, but my last question for you guys about Bill Cower is, if they weren't doing this centennial class, would he have gotten into the Hall of Fame eventually? Dave, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Brian made you wait. <laughs> um honestly i'm still surprised he made it in i didn't know i'll be honest i'm not as nearly invested in what it takes for a coach or an owner to get in as much as i am with the players not that i don't feel coaches and owners shouldn't be in. i know some people are trying to make that argument it should be for the players no because 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 they're not the only ones that contribute to making this game great my question is if Bill Cower would have stepped away from the Steelers and just completely gone out of the limelight and wasn't a CBS analyst or anything like that, would he have still had the popularity to make it in? I don't know. Just based on that, all I know is that I think he is a fantastic personality and a great, like you say, he'll be a great spokesman for, for Cam in the NFL. What about you, Brian? What do you think? I definitely think he was going to get in. In fact, I was telling everybody he's not going to get in with this class, but he'll get in in the next five or 10 years. Um, probably the next five years when another coach gets in, probably when another Steeler doesn't, because um, they don't like to put him in all the time at the same time, but they might have to this year. Um, I really thought he was going to get in. And if you look at the coaches that are in, there are coaches in there without Super Bowls. Um, but the fact you look at his record and where he ended up record-wise, you know, it's up there. It, I mean, he is one of the greatest coaches because of that. Um, but a lot of people don't consider that and they don't think about that. But with the longevity that he's had, especially with one team, 
He is an iconic all-time coach. He deserves this honor. And it's funny, I have an article coming up this week that uh, compares stats, and I'm going to give you a little uh, a little teaser that uh, this opens the door for years down the road for Mike Tomlin to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Dave, a lot of people are saying that you're hedging and you're not answering the question. What how what kind of answer is it to say like when it's the same kind of answer you give when they ask about prospects for the draft and you say I don't watch college football? I don't know. I don't I don't even know which coaches are or aren't in the Hall of Fame because I don't pay attention to the coaches. last coach was so, Tony Dungy, I believe, to get in. Yeah. So so did, I don't know what coaches are out there that are that should still get in that he would have been behind. Just because I don't know who's in and who's on the list, therefore I didn't Schottenheimer. Really know. Schottenheimer so, didn't get in. Holmgren didn't get in. Um, they were probably two of the names. Coriel was on this list. Well, you there's only the, eight on this list. You know the and I also end. feel like I have Steeler bias. So we all do, Dave. We're all fans. <laughs> it, here's the here's the thing about Cower. He ended it. He couldn't have ended it better. Okay, you win a Super Bowl in 05. You come back in 06. You don't you don't play well. You don't team doesn't even make the playoffs. And he just, it's just bad, a bad year altogether. And he decides he's going to retire. He steps away, still sought after as a head coach, joined CBS, still very much a figurehead in terms of the NFL landscape. And it, people keep that constant image of Super Bowl 40 in Detroit in the back of their minds. And so that's the lasting image. And, and that's one of the reasons why Steeler fans, when they complain about Tomlin and pine for, for Cower, they forget about all the AFC championship losses. They forget about those teams where, my goodness, you think about 2004, and we'll talk about the AFC championship losses and, and the victories in this upcoming Steelers preview um, in the, the after party all the way on Thursday. But, you know, in 2004, you know, 15 and one, and the way that they lost at home and those home championship losses. But, the way that people remember Bill Cower is not with that. They remember the Super Bowl 40 holding up the trophy, one for the thumb, finally getting Dan Rooney, his own Lombardi. I think that matters. You know, I just like I asked you guys a question about Jerome Bettis. If Ben doesn't make that tackle and they lose that game, if Vander Jack makes the kick, does he get in? And I've always said no, that he doesn't get in. I say yes. If if he if it would it would have been a long wait. Well, well he would have anyway, but yeah, I would have said he might have had to wait another year or two for sure. But what ifs? We'll I what know. ifs were for losers, right? <laughs> That's what Lance said. So, all right, um, this was a good show. I didn't want it to be extremely long, and we have a super chat here. We'll get to this quickly. Low low key blunt puts four ninety nine in the tip chart. Says, do you think Ben's play at the beginning of the season reflects how he'll play when he comes back? I'm going to say no, based on the fact that I think that his elbow was injured before it finally blew. And this is something the players even said after where they said that uh, he had been dealing with this injury for a while. And that's one of the reasons why Tomlin gave him off on Wednesdays. Typically uh, is it was to try to keep his arm healthy. Uh, you guys might disagree. Brian, do you disagree or do you agree with the fact that it might be what we saw on the early portions of 2019 might be what we see from Ben moving forward. You know, I mean, he's always had rust, especially his first game back. Um, I think this is something that uh, I think you need to see a lot more of him in the preseason. I will tell you that um, you can't do this. Hardly play Ben in the preseason. 
Um, he's going to have to see more action, almost like Tom Brady saw a little bit more action the past couple of years um, than he usually does. So um, I would not uh, throw in the towel after one or two games, but I'd be uh, I'd be watching it closely. Dave? I'm going to say, remember, we, we, we don't always understand what it's like to play while you're still injured. And that's why sometimes we're kind of harsh on on players that were playing through injury. I feel Ben was playing through injury the first game and a half. Who was playing through injury report, supposedly last season was Chris Boswell. And look at the season that he had this this year. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster was trying to play through injury almost all season. Let's see what he can do next year. I don't expect – I expect Juju to be a better player to start next year because hopefully he can get healthy, and I'm expecting Ben to be better even than what we saw in this year because hopefully he will be fully healthy in order to come back. I agree. I agree. So Steeler fans rejoice. The Ravens loss. <laughs> Big trust. Blah, blah, all that stupid stuff. <laughs> I will say this. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I will say this. I think Lamar Jackson's a stand-up guy. He answered all the questions. He, you know, he probably didn't play his best game. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is, is superbly talented, not taking anything away from that. But you know what? Steeler fans are they are sitting back, and just like the three of us, we can just enjoy the rest of our time. A lot of people are asking about Julian Edelman being arrested. That's for another time on another show, and I don't care about that team. That's on- called the Patriots not knowing what to do this early when they're not still <laughs> playing football. Jump on a Mercedes. Who wrote the song Too Much, Too Much Time? Is that Sticks? Too Much Sticks, Time yeah. on My no, that's Hands. <laughs> that's what they have. They have too much time on their hands. There you go. Um, folks, if you're just now joining the show or if you're just now stumbled upon our channel, remember the best way you can help out the show is to like the video, subscribe to the channel. We are sure we're trying to get to 6,000 subscribers before next regular season. That's doable. Um, we're almost at, we're halfway to 5,100. So we'll, we'll keep it going. Um, Zach throws two ninety nine in the tip jar and says, hashtag if the Wang fits, <laughs> I swear. Uh, I, I think Brian just writes these down. I think he writes them down and just like, I'll throw this in the show tonight. Don't actually, they that. come off. The, the problem is they come off the top of my head. That's the worst <laughs> thing. And I have no filter. I'm losing my filter. You're, oh, that's bad. That's bad, especially when you're with the Boy Scouts. So, all right. And <laughs> with that said, subscribe to the channel and set your notifications so you don't miss any shows. We give you one show a day, even during this the Steelers offseason. So make sure you uh, check us out. Brian, are you doing another NFL playoff preview this week? I, I want to ask for the sh- people that are listening. It will be Saturday morning, probably. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it, but uh, my co-host uh, will be available Saturday morning. Well, the and game we, until Sunday, so that'll work. So we we had a very good debut the other night. Um, just uh, really exciting stuff. So I hope you tune in. Yeah, absolutely. So make sure you check out Brian tomorrow night in the Steelers hangover. And the rest of the week will flow as it normally does. And as Lance always says, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. We'll see you next week after the championship games. Take it easy. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.